What is going on, people? My name is Mitchell. Mitchell, welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about um, the direction of a company. So, here's the deal. Let's say, yes, guys, I'm going to try and by the way. So, here's the deal. You are a big executive of a... You're a big executive of a company, of a big tech company. Like, it's got no name, no branding, no um, you've got to think about, like, your expectations are, your expectations are that you're going to make lots of money, your expectation is, yeah, I'm going to make lots of money, we're going to sell some cool products, but I think that without any, like, internet name of tech company needs to have a direction. Because if you have a business without no direction, there's just no bloody point of doing it. There's no point of there's no point of starting up a tech company. If you if you start up a tech company and and then go right, like like you say to yourself, right, I'm gonna start a tech company. It doesn't have to be a tech company. It can be a bakery, something else, whatever. It can be whatever. So say you're gonna start up insert name of business idea, and then you just sit there at a desk fumbling with yourself just thinking what am I going to do maybe this no see that is what I'd call like misdirectional because you 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 haven't even like you haven't said you haven't even thought about your company going into the like you haven't even thought about this is where I want my company to be in 12 months this is where I want my, my company to be in 12 in 12 years like like so there's two major there's two major things you can think about the product in your business or how much of it you're going to sell and nobody thinks about the direction of where you're going to send it after the first version of insert name of product comes out so insert name of product comes out the first version and then you and your co-workers are thinking hmm where do we go from here yeah, guys, you're going to have to excuse the baby crying because I'm on a train. Um, basically, you've got to think about... Um, you've got to think about where is my company going next? You've got to think about the next big thing. So you've got to think about, okay, insert name of thing is out now. What do we do next to make it better and better and better and better? Because you've got to keep your ideas fresh. You have to keep on keep your ideas very, very fresh. Because if you don't keep the ideas fresh and you just stick like Porsche for instance, they stuck to one they stuck to one shell, but they made it different they made it different from the GT two RS to the GT three and to the KN and to the Cayman and so on. They kept that same face but as Jeremy Clarkson would say, it's just a glorified beetle. I mean, it is, but it's an updated, prettier-looking beetle, in my opinion. Whereas Ferrari, Ferrari changed, Ferrari changed their, um, they changed their the look of their cars from the California to the Dino, to the Dino to the 430, to the 360, and so on and so on. Car companies have to change the way their cars look because they want the consumer 
aka you, to buy, they want you guys to buy whatever you're selling. Like, they want the consumers, aka you, they want you to be like, oh, I really want that car. And if you've got the money, cool. Go out and buy yourself a new 918 or something like that. But the recent iterations of the McLaren Senna, which, in my opinion, I don't think deserves the name of Senna. I think they should have talked to Bruno Senna and listened to some of Senna's notes back from when he was racing at McLaren to actually figure out what type of car he wanted to drive. I mean, for all we knew, he would have he could have wanted to drive the Acura, which was partially developed by Senna. I I only heard rumor I only heard the rumor mill about that. But like Porsche, McLaren, and Ferrari all have hypercars. They're all different. They're not all the same, because if they're all the same, the consumer is going to go, oh, that's boring. And all the rich guys are going to go, got it, got it, got it. And they're all going to go, I've got a 918, I've got the Ferrari, the LaFerrari, LaFerrari, and I've got the Porsche 918. If, you, if they're all the same, people wouldn't buy them. People would start buying Priuses or something like that. Um, but I feel like updating your company on a month by month basis like so say you've got a merch store we'll, we'll just call it a merch store merchandise selling inspirational snapbacks t-shirts whatever you need to update your stock like if there's best sellers like snapbacks or backpacks or t-shirts you need to eliminate the other two because they don't sell like that and you need to look at what sells the worst and you need to update them you need to be like right this is where we're going to go this is how we're going to update the cap or the snapback or the or the backpack and then people might go oh and you what one day you may look at your stock and people may be ordering more more backpacks than t-shirts or vice versa and that's the way you need to direct your that's the way you need to direct what you're doing because if you've got the if you've got the best seller let's say the best seller is a hat you should stick with the hat that hat is making you money that that hat this is turning over a profit and, and I mean even if you're even if you've got a warehouse that's a light square footage by square footage and you can do it in your local area you're bringing more jobs into that local you're bringing more jobs into that local area you're making more jobs available like even if you just put it up in the local post office hey i've got a i've got a shirt company does anybody want to work does anybody want to work for it yes no and then they can call you you can look through the cvs and like if you like like you can read a cv and you can look at someone's cv and it'd be rubbish but then once you get to it's better to get to know who you're going to be who's going to be working for you because if they're super chill but their work ethic is must get stuff done before timeline here that is good you should keep them on board but if it's some lazy spanner who's who sits on his butt all day and does nothing all day he, he's the one or that group of people is wasting you money you need to blow off their CV and burn it you need to burn down their CV and just be like sorry mate not for you and then they can go find work somewhere else some people like it easier some people like it harder I like to work hard I like to work hard 
the more work I do, the better I feel because I'm like, because like for instance, I work at a, uh, a or I work at a delivery bay, delivering packages to a hospital, and I'm like, if I get more, if I do 50 loads today, if I do 50 loads on one day, that's 50 less loads that I don't have to do the next day. And if you've got workers who are like that, who work hard, who work hard, the, the harder they work, the more your company is gonna grow. And even like, you don't have to take their suggestions by any case of a thought. You can just take on take it on board. And if like, if their, um, if their idea works, you can, you can do, you can do it if you want to do it. Like you can be like, cool, Mike, you did really well. Like, give me that advice. Thanks for the help. Here's a little pay rise. And then that stokes his, that stokes his fire, as it were, in his terms of steam trains. That stokes his fire. That gets him, his piston pumping harder. And that gets him thinking of more ideas. The more, the more better people you have around you, may lead you to success or it may lead you to failure but you've got to be the one who says right i'm going to be here i'm going to be doing the directions i'm going to be directing the company but all these clever people who are around me i need to utilize them to their best of the abilities because i'm not going to take on a worker who's only worked two days in his life in a delivery factory and worked five days in a bread factory i'd have told i would have told them go and find a, a bakery package work isn't good for you i'd have just said to them sorry mate can't have you but if if there's if I if I see someone or if me and my manager see someone who's got crap tons of experience who knows what he's doing or who's been doing it for twelve months or who's been doing it for say two years, um, he's going to be the one. He's going to be the one that you're going to want to employ. Your your boss is going to be like, wow, he really does know his work. He knows how to do like. You could just set him into it. You could just be like, right, you can run around with this guy with insert name here for a while because he's a bit older and he knows where things are. And then he can learn off that guy. And then when he learns off of off of the pro, he'll be the next pro bringing up a rookie. And the pro that brings up the rookie usually goes on to great success. If you've got a good rookie, if you've got a decent rookie who's willing to learn and you've got a pro who teaches good lessons and who teaches them what to do and where to do it and how to do it. You've got a route for success. Anyway, guys, that is going to be the end of my little morning rant. Song of the week, Viola Beach, may they rest in peace. Uh, I don't remember the song, but I'll remember it when I put it at the end of this, uh, end of this little podcast. Peace, love, respect, I'm out.